Hey sisters, and welcome to the new Sister Chat podcast. Coach Britt here, and I am an emotional intelligence life coach and creator of the Sisterhood Communities. On this podcast, I'll be tackling all things mindset and entrepreneurship to help you get on the right track to becoming the best version of yourself. Today's episode is going to have you question your thoughts versus your situation. How many times have you been in a negative space and questioned, why me? Have you ever taken the time to ask, is my situation negative or is this a result of how I'm thinking? Stay tuned for the show. So first off, I want to start with the apocalypse or the apocalyptic mindset that you get in when you're questioning yourself or your situation and you're going, why me, why me, why is this happening to me? And the why me mindset is basically, like I said, it's apocalyptic thinking. It comes from a place of overwhelm and anxiety and it is not even close to helpful. And I myself have been in situations to where I've questioned like, why me, why is this happening to me? And basically to no end. And With that, you know, I always end up ugly crying and sobbing and all of this extra stuff, but that stuff doesn't ever get me solutions. I don't even get solutions until I start to question my thought process, question what is it that I am thinking about. So the first thing you're going to really want to know is how do I know when I'm in that why me apocalyptic mindset? And a real telltale sign is one, you're questioning, why is this happening to me? And another telltale sign is you're overthinking and you're creating these outcomes for your situation that have not even happened yet. You are foreseeing negativity before there's even negativity because of this one particular situation or this one particular outcome that was not favorable for you. So here's an example. I do not do very well with change or sudden change. It takes me a little while to kind of get my mindset where it needs to be in order to adapt to changes. And I know that change is inevitable. I know that changes are sometimes necessary, but it doesn't make it any easier for me to process sudden changes. For example, I just went on a girl's trip um with my best friend it was her birthday so again happy birthday to you and she put together this amazing itinerary for her birthday and i was like all right boom this is what we're gonna do i'm excited about it i am happy about it and then i'm going to book my tickets you know to vegas and i'm like all right um i have my i have my way there i have my way back but my way back ticket cost a little bit more than my ticket for the way there, which I wasn't necessarily anticipating. And then I realized that I may have to stay an extra day so I can get, you know, the cheaper ticket because we can be frugal and fancy. And when I did that, I was just like, this is a sudden change. And now I have to like get my mindset right to adapt to this new situation. Now I'm thinking about all of the things that I'm going to have to do in order to accommodate the situation. And to be honest with you, it sounds really small, but I tend to overthink things like this to no end. And that's exactly what I did. So with this situation, I may not have been ugly crying and sobbing, but I was feeling that overwhelm and questioning, oh my gosh, I should just stay home because why is this happening to me? It's so close to the trip. I don't know if I'm going to be able to book my ticket in time. And I should have just booked the round trip when I was thinking about it and all of these different extra elements that were going into it. 
only for me to get there and being at complete ease. So when you are in that apocalyptic mindset, you really kind of have to take a step back and look at the things that are in your control. So what was in my control was I can just call my friend, let her know I might have to just crash at her place for an extra day. I can um, try and see, wait it out a little bit, see if there might be a ticket um, for my way home. And then, you know, use my resources. My sister is an amazing flight attendant. I was going to ask her for a little help. I asked her. And then bottom line is I got things situated. And sometimes when we're in this overwhelming state of mind or this overwhelming way of thinking, we're not really... We're, we're not really there. It's our thoughts that are running wild. And what we have to do is try to slow that momentum. And you can slow that momentum with a little logic. Logically, I can just go ahead and book whichever ticket um, that I want to book. And then not only that, I have control over, you know, hey, I can reach out. I can do different things to help better my situation. And Definitely writing out what you're thinking in these times of overwhelm is crucial because in that whole mess of thought, there is a message like what you're really overwhelmed about. And in my case, I was just anxious about going on my first girl's trip in a very long time because my last one didn't go so great. And it wasn't, it, let me just tell you guys, it was not a good time. There was yelling and drama and all kind of hysterics. And deep down, I was more concerned that that was going to happen versus me being truly upset about this flight ticket because it's so trivial and so small that it doesn't even equate to what I was really anxious about. And in me being anxious about that, I, you know, I opened up to my best friend and I'm telling her, you know, I, I feel, you know, apprehensive about, X, Y, and Z. And I'm telling her that, you know, I've been on previous girls trips before that, you know, girls were really nasty to one another. And she was like, you know, that you have absolutely nothing to worry about in this regard, because you know who I am, and I'm not going to be around anybody that was like that. And let me tell you guys, her birthday trip was absolutely beautiful. I had an amazing time. I got to meet some really nice women and it was really nice to see everybody just looking after one another, checking, making sure everybody's okay. We ate um, dinner family style, which I really absolutely love that aspect of it. We did some karaoke, which brought me out of my shell just a little bit. And I long story short, I had an amazing time. But this just goes to show you that sometimes you need to challenge the thought and not the situation. The situation isn't the problem. It's what you're thinking about the situation. It's the thoughts that are running through your head. And if you can start paying attention and being a little bit more mindful with your thoughts, then you're going to be able to start to see things in a different light, get better perspective, making things align the way that they should. So I've used the word momentum quite a bit so far in this podcast, and I want to kind of clarify what momentum is. Now, I'm not talking about physical momentum. I'm talking about emotional momentum. And momentum is energy that builds up as long as you do, think, or feel something. And this energy 
pulls you to continue to go into the direction that you are already going in. And there are levels to emotional momentum. There's low momentum emotions, medium momentum emotions, and obviously high momentum emotions. So what I was just experiencing, what I just told you guys about my experience, I was experiencing a low momentum emotion. And that is an emotion that you can quickly get ahead of and change. They're mild emotions like uncertainty. And that's how I was feeling. I was feeling quite uncertain about, you know, my situation. I was feeling uncertain as to whether or not I should go on this trip. There's already complications with my ticket. What else could go wrong? Instead of me sitting here thinking what else could go wrong, I used my resources. I asked for help. I reached out to who I needed to reach out to, to make my experience the best experience possible. So just a little more on um, low momentum emotions. Let me give you another example. So if you are at the top of a hill and you have a wagon and you gave that wagon a nudge, it's easy for you to kind of chase that wagon a little bit and grab it before it starts to pick up momentum and get out of control. The same applies to your emotions. Your emotions react the same way as that wagon would. And then medium momentum emotions are emotions that they already gained some traction. So say you're in an argument with somebody, that emotion has already gained some traction. You can slow that down by removing yourself from the situation and starting to reprocess your thoughts, reframe the situation. And then at that point, once you're able to distract yourself from that situation, then it's no longer a problem. And now for high momentum emotions, you are looking at an emotion that has gotten to the point where momentum cannot be stopped. And in cases like this, you have two options. First, slow the momentum by practicing some emotional control techniques like four, seven, eight breathing. And the next thing that you can do is hold on because emotions are not forever. Continue to practice emotional control techniques and redirecting your focus onto other things so that you can bring yourself to less you know, intense feeling. And in the event that you're unable to recover from your heightened emotional state and you experience self-destructive or outward destructive behavior, you need to extend some kindness to yourself because we all make mistakes and it's not going to do you any good to beat yourself up. Take responsibility for your actions and then come up with a better way for you to handle that same situation next time you encounter it. So if you're experiencing low momentum emotions, I want you to try this activity. And the first step is to inquire within. Ask yourself, is this something that is within my control? If it is within your control, then I want you to ask yourself this set of questions. What could I do to help or resolve this situation to make this experience easier? What support information or resources do I need to create a better situation? And would it benefit me to walk away from this situation and let it go? And the last question is, what is the best outcome for this situation that I can think of? Now, the second step is a body memory scan. If the situation is not within your control and you're still feeling that emotional momentum building, remove yourself from the situation and go somewhere where you can think or journal or really type kind of like decompress. And then you're going to ask yourself, 
what emotion is attached to this situation that you're experiencing and where do you feel that emotion in your body is there another occasion where you may have felt these emotions before and then you're going to want to go into explaining that situation if you have felt that same feeling before why were you feeling that what situation were you feeling that same emotion in the same place and then what options can you come up with to help you relieve the emotions? What would this current situation look like without that emotion attached to it? And then what steps can you take to achieve it? For medium momentum emotions, those are easily you know, slowed down by a distraction. And you can also use the same techniques that you've used for a low momentum emotion once you're able to get to a place of a little more calm. So I'm going to go ahead and move along to the high momentum emotions and what we can do for that. There are four steps to this process. So high momentum emotions can come with severe consequences that can negatively impact your self-esteem. And although there are ways to stop the, the emotional momentum, you need to know how to take care of yourself if you are out of control or in your heightened state and you become out of control, destructive, and those type of behaviors occur. And the best way to handle situations like this is to extend some kindness to yourself. So the first step here is forgive yourself. We all make mistakes and feeling emotions means that we are human. Step two is to validate your feelings by disciplining the poor behavior, not the feeling that you had. Tell yourself that your feelings are nothing to be ashamed of or apologize for, but your behavior was not acceptable for communicating your point of view. And then the next step is to sit down and think about the situation and identify what triggered the emotional reaction, then come up with three ways to handle it better in the future. And the last step is let it go. After you have an action plan for the future, let the situation and the emotion go. Accept the moment for what it is and don't grant it any more of your energy. Continue to live in the solution and not the problem, knowing that you have an action for prevention if you're faced with it in the future and be sure to communicate any boundaries to any parties involved, such as further prevention. So the key thing to take away from this podcast is to stay ahead of your emotional momentum and you don't want to be behind your thoughts. Your thoughts create actions which will produce your outcomes. To access more mindset resources, coaching, and content, follow me on Instagram at the Sisterhood Communities, double underscore, or head over to my website, thesisterhoodcommunities.com and join one of my safe space communities for women to help you along your journey to your best self. The links will be provided in the episode description. So until next time, please be kind to yourself.